talking about identity divisive politics. We are about to enter one of the most pivotal elections in modern time in the United States of America. In fact, and perhaps in the history of the modern era of our globalist economy. And the question is, what are you going to do about it? Many of you will be voting in this upcoming electorate for the first time. You're 17, or you're 16, or you're 18, and you are going to vote for the first time. I suggest you start now, educating yourself historically about the history of this country and the history of the press and the history of the elections in the late 1700s, 1800s, and early 1900s. In other words, nothing new under the sun. Folks, the sky is not falling. It's doing what it's always done. And you need to do what we've always done. Educate yourself about the truth. And know how to coalesce the information and pick and choose based on the various tribalistic biases that have always exist in the human race. People are biased, anthropologically prone to bias. You have to take personal responsibility in being personally accountable for the truth you seek, if you care to seek it, and the truth you know. And it's hard to do that. If you haven't been trained, if it hasn't been modeled to you, if it hasn't been taught or instructed, if you haven't had good mentors, good leaders, more importantly, if you haven't had a good father and a good mother, if you were raised in a dysfunctional home or raised by the nanny state of your government, well, you're at a great disadvantage. Because you probably have seen yourself as a victim. And once you categorize yourself and characterize yourself as a victim, you might as well shoot yourself in your proverbial intellectual head. I don't mean physical suicide. I mean psychological suicide. You've just seemed to fail to utilize the brain cells that God has given you to think for yourself. And rather have someone else do it. So you are going to see yourself as a victim. And you're going to see everything through that scope of victimization. Which means identity uh, politics is all that you are going to identify with. You're not going to see yourself as a human or as an American. As a male or female. You're probably going to see yourself as some LGBTQXYZ. Feminist, progressive, dog-loving but baby-hating, fear-mongerer, waiting for the world to explode on itself because of the ice caps melting in the Arctic. And if not that, you're just going to see everybody else as the reason for why you are suffering. 
You're going to make yourself a victim, therefore justifiably blaming any and everyone else, mom, dad, the government, Republicans, conservatives, God, Christians, or choices and decisions that you've made. And you're going to see the world like a glass half full of water. Only it's not half full. It's half empty. And you're never going to see history for the progress it's made. You're going to see the future for how much you don't have. You're going to demonize every act of every man or woman that was ever done to help to propel you forward because of their sacrifices and their risks. Because you're going to discover something about that person that was imperfect, valuable, or where some aspect of their life or their character was flawed. In other words, you're going to forget the message of Jesus, which said, he without sin cast the first stone. You're going to pretend you live, or actually you're going to forget that you live in a glass house, and you're going to throw rocks. You're going to forget what grandpa always told you, or grandma. Every time you point a finger, there's three pointing back at you. You're going to forget what the Apostle Paul said to early believers when you are preaching and sharing the gospel and encouraging people to repent and turn from the wicked ways. Remember, such were some of you before you were enlightened, before you changed. You're going to forget that you weren't always on greener grass. And perhaps you may be disillusioned and realize you still aren't on greener grass. You're going to forget to forgive and to grow. And you're going to try to dig up everything you possibly can about someone and what they used to do and what they did when they were 13 or 12 or 10 or 9 or 8 or 7. When they chopped down the apple tree or shot a BB gun up in the air. or victimize a, a dog running through the alley as a terrible kid, kind of like the kid in Toy Story that mutilated toys. He can never run for president because some Democrat is going to run and find out that he once mutilated toys. Therefore, he will mutilate you. You're going to forget that people change, that people grow, that people learn, that their brains develop, and they're able to change their ways. But you don't seem to give too many politicians or leaders that benefit of the doubt. That they can change. That they can grow. That they can learn something new. And if you are consistent, then you will have to agree that you'd have to keep everybody in prison. After all, they can't change. They can't grow. They can't rehabilitate. Anything you've ever done, you'll be guilty for that forever. Therefore, there is no salvation. There is no true forgiveness. There is no true penitence. It's just what can I dig up about you that you once said or that you once did? And throw that in your face now to hold you a chain to your past. This is the modern politic of today. And when you look at the debate these last couple of days, 
you saw in the democratic progressive field all the same people. And then you have to ask yourself, why do we need 20 people to choose from when they're all of the same people? Because they are betting on your prejudice and your bias. Vote for me, I'm Jewish. Vote for me, I'm black. Of course, Kamala isn't black, she's Jamaican and Indian. But my skin is dark, therefore judge me as an African-American, even though I'm not. Obama wasn't, he's Kenyan. But look at the facts. Joe Biden, who once said, as a young man, the older people need to pass the torch to the younger man. No, he's the older man with the power and doesn't want to let it go and doesn't want to pass the baton. Vote for me because I'm old and I've been there. I'm smarter than all the ones up on this stage. And by God, I earned the right to be here. I was vice president to a black man for eight years. So vote for me because I'm entitled. Vote for me because I'm a woman. It's all about women. It's all about women. 65% of all college graduates, women. It's all about females and the, and the vagina. Vote for me. You'll really prove that you are a liberal and you're for America moving forward if you vote for me. And then the Muslims comes on the stage with a hijab around the head. Vote for me. Then you'll really prove that you're not Islamic phobic. And then Pete Booty votes for me and prove that Christianity is wrong, that you're not a prejudiced Christian. Two men can love each other as husband and husband. And there is nothing that says you can't vote for me because you need to prove that you are not homophobic. Wow. This is what politics has reduced. Voting for people in order to prove that we're not prejudiced, that we're not Islamic phobic, homophobic, misogynist. Really? Is that the reason why we're voting? To prove that you're okay with a senior with veneers, dentures in the White House? Really? Historically, none of this would hold up. But now it's no longer about the country, about the republic, about the constitution, or the facts. Why vote for any of you at all? Employment is the lowest it has been in over 60 years in every sector. Energy independence, for the first time, we've never had it. More peace in the world and less of our men and women of arms involved in conflicts Never before. More people working and less people on food stamps and government support than ever before. And yet, without the sky falling and, and with the sun brighter and clearer skies and more people working, we have to find something to complain about. Well, yeah, I might be working, but I'm not making as much as that guy. And I'm not making as much as that guy. And that guy's making way too much. And I need to be making more. Therefore, I'll be miserable. But with all of the leisure we have on our hand, something must be good. Disney and Marvel and Pixar are making money hand over fist. Somebody's got money to go and see Avengers 200 times, as I heard the other day on the radio. 
Somebody's got money that every movie that comes out is making $100, $200 million. Somebody's got money when Disneyland can afford to double and triple its prices and people still buy it in Universal Studios. Somebody's got money when all of the holidays we're seeing the uptick, according to AAA Rose statistics, of people going on vacations. Airline flight bookings are up. Somebody's got money when Amazon Prime does nothing but ship product everybody's house over and over and over and over and over again multiple times. Somebody's got money when all you can do is watch binge Netflix TV shows. You've got the time to do it. Somebody's got money. When you walk through the neighborhoods and everybody, including a baby in a carriage, has got a cell phone in their hand. When they go to dinner, they can afford to see the restaurants uptick, the restaurant multi-franchises all over the area. Development going up. Somebody's got money. And they aren't sitting there empty. Lines around the block. For various sushi places. Somebody's got money. And somebody's got money when you look at the Apple stores. And you see everyone in them. Somebody's got money. But the economy is doing so bad, we need to change it. Didn't do this under eight years of Obama. But just the first term of President Trump. And you see a turnaround. Well, last I heard, if the wheel ain't broke, why fix it? Millennials are more out of their basements with their mothers. Actually, would have been safer to keep them in the basement. But now they're out threatening society because somebody's got more money and more opportunity. For the jobs that are available in America, you can't even fill them all. And something must be right around this country when the influx on our border has increased under Obama. It did decrease. Nothing was going on. They stayed in Mexico. Hell, didn't you hear? Good times are here again. Let's head for the border. And they're heading for the border. And just massive caravans wanting a bit of the good life. Somebody's got money. Is it really so bad? There are more women entrepreneurs in America than ever before, more women starting businesses than men, more women graduating colleges and higher education than men with more degrees than men, but women are victims. Somebody has got this wrong. You see, it is never going to be right until you recognize that the real goal and agenda is never about the prosperity of this country. It's about the death of this country to eliminate any and every measure or fiber of its heritage. And most of you are too young because you don't study it, the heritage of this nation, the reason why you are happy here. Who started it? What type of men and women gave you this country? They were not fighting over abortion. They were not fighting on transgender bathrooms and being able to walk into a store with a dress, even though you are a six foot six African-American man with an afro. And twitch your hips like a woman and, and then be considered normal. What makes a republic great is not the right of two women to get married or two men to get married or Whatever you identify as to marry your dog or marry your sheep or marry your horse. 
and call it true freedom, to be able to smoke anywhere you want and, and drink anything you want and have any drug you want all day long as you want and then claim, yes, that's what makes a country great. Well, you dummy, thank God none of you were alive when this country was forming and when freedom was in its infancy because it would not exist with any of you with thoughts like that. You'll learn the hard way, one way or the other. There is something bigger than where you put your sexual appendage and what you put in your mouth. There is something bigger than what you can smoke or put up your veins or snort up your nose. There's something bigger than rather not you can skate downtown on a ledge or surf on a certain spot at the beach. There's something bigger than whether or not you can take a dog on an airplane or consider yourself a dog yourself. That's not what makes countries. So stop your identifying politics and learn your history. Because if you don't, I guarantee you this, this country that you love, this country that you think is so great, won't be here much longer. And now you'll see what it really looks like when men and women like you run it. Grow up, get an education, and learn the truth.